it is that time to introduce my next guest live in studio. It is Barry Murphy from Hermitage Green. Barry, how are you? I'm good, Katie. Thanks for having me. Not at all. Thanks so much for coming in. We're going to have a quick chat and then we're going to get on to uh, what is coming up for you and a little bit about your new track. So, Barry, I'm very intrigued to know, and I don't know if you were asked this before, what inspired the name Hermitage Green? Oh, well, we're from um, a housing estate, Dan and I, in Corbally, uh, called the Hermitage. And when we were kids growing up, um, we didn't have a green. God bless our little souls. Oh, no way! <laughs> so myself and my older brother used to climb over the back wall into the field behind me, tried to cut it with my dad's hedge clippers, clippers to make it into a green where we could, you know, play football or whatever. That's we painted so on We painted on the wall the Hermitage Green when we were kids. Like, that, that was our stadium or whatever you want to call it. Didn't really work. But, um, <laughs> but I always loved the name. And, you know, when you're trying to pick a band name, it was, it's the hardest thing in the world. And I always loved the word Hermitage um, and what it means like a place of solidarity where, and that's what I felt growing up we had this lovely little haven we lived down the mill road I don't know if you know the mill yes, road yes I like, do I do growing up down there it was, like, it was incredible and still so close to the city so um, yeah that's that's where it came from that is the cutest <laughs> cutest answer I love that because there is that thing isn't there about growing up in a housing estate and you have that green I grew up in a housing estate and I had the green in front of me yeah um, but that's amazing I actually did not know that thanks there for you that go. great question uh, how was your musical style um, how has your musical style evolved through the years Oh, massively. I mean, when we started, we were just in the corner of a pub playing trad music, really, to be honest, in the corner of the Kurgauer. Dara and I were neighbours out in Castle Troy, and I spotted him with a banjo one day, and I was like, oh, I play guitar. And we started playing sessions in his kitchen, and then we said, my older brother owned the Kurgauer. He was like, will you come in and play a few sessions here? So I rang Dan, and we were like, let's, let's go in. And so five of us showed up, and that was the band. And... We, it was, you know, if someone played the trumpet, there'd probably be a trumpet in Hermitage Green. It was never organised. So a lot of our early stuff was acoustic, folk, and then started bringing in proper drum kit and pianos and synth. And the next album that we're working on right now is going to be a little bit wacky. I mean, <clears throat> our songs were always a little bit untraditional, if you know what I mean. They, they sometimes never had a proper verse, chorus, first chorus, bridge, chorus, outro, they were, sometimes they'd have two separate parts to them and um, a lot of the songs could be dark in their meaning and stuff. So we've gone a little bit full circle. I think in the middle part we went quite rock pop with our album that we did with Sony back in, what was that called? Um, what was that called? Save Your Soul. <laughs> Eva knows. We both looked at Eva. <laughs> um, and that went a little bit more uh, contemporary, but I think we're going full circle with more electronic music um, for the next one. I love that. And that's my next question. Would you say that your music is relatable? Do you pull it from your own life experiences? Oh, yeah. You have to. I mean, that's... Um, that's that that's the you know for the latest one for example like i feel i was thinking about it during the week do you ever hear the, the term paradigm shift mm. where your life changes your perspective changes on life your assumptions are changed by certain things that happen to you whether you know it's having kids getting married starting a new job a global pandemic <laughs> you know yeah. your whole perception can change and i feel a lot of what we've written about in this album is, is around that, about, um, you know, loss, losing someone close to you, 
going through something with, with, with other people, which is what I think I've really tapped into myself over the last few years, is what we all went through in the pandemic, um, what we've been through as a band over 10 years. And I think when you write stuff from that perspective and from that place, hopefully people will then be able to relate to it. I love that. I think it's key having that relatability for your listener. And you're completely right. It is awakening after awakening, learning, uh, you know, growth the whole way along. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to hearing it. How is it, you know, what's the feeling like to go from where you were with a dream to where you are now? You've gained a massive following and, you know, people absolutely adore you. Well, thank you very much. Um, we do feel a lot of love, especially in Limerick and, and in Ireland, but even when we travel, we do feel there's a there's a connection there that we have with our audience um, when people come to our gigs, and it's a huge part of what we do. We want to make people feel something and have a good time and enjoy themselves, and um, it's a give-or-take thing when you're on stage. So it was always like that. In the Sunday nights in the Kurgauer, when we started playing to be steamed up windows and just there was something magic in the air between everyone that was was there every week and we've always tried to carry that through um, and we did a few gigs at Christmas with a, a very dear friend of ours Owen Cockton from, from Cork who used to help us um, in early days arrange songs and stuff and he was our support act he's in a band called The Oars just before Christmas they're actually playing in Dolan's next week um, and he said we were chatting about the the crack and he and the bond that you have between the, your band and then the audience. And he was like, "It's all about the hang." He was calling it the hang. I was like, "What do you mean?" He said, "Well, if you're not having a good hang with your buddies and your bandmates, then it's not going to really work." And he said, "The gig doesn't start on the stage. The gig starts in the green room, off stage." and you have the hang and you bring that onto the stage and everyone feels like they're a part of it then and that was like oh my god it was such a gold you know, a moment oh, that's it exactly I've never heard anyone phrase it like that because it's all about the hang and Owen's dad very sadly passed away last week and, and I texted him I said I'm so sorry and he said the hang was good man Aww. I was like wow I love that yeah. and it's, it is true In I know it's different from being on stage but being here in studio having the right people around you to get you ready for when you go and do what you do I mm. love that uh, is there a moment a standout moment in your head that you can tell us about in your journey so far uh, King John's Castle is always the, the big one for me um, I remember standing on the stage in King John's Castle and I was doing these weird meditations at home at the time um, which I was using to try and write and just get myself into a little bit of a grounding place and I used to always imagine myself when I was sitting at my desk at home like floating above myself looking down and I had a moment to King John's Castle where I was looking down the river it was like the most beautiful day, night of the year the sun was just setting full house everyone just having the time of their lives and we were in between a song and I just started imagining myself floating above <laughs> How did that go? It was so class. Like, come back, come back. <laughs> I remember looking at Dara and he was laughing at me like, what are you doing, man? Where are you? Where are you, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Um, so you do have these these crazy moments. Because like growing up in Corbally, we walk past King John's Castle all the time and your Tumman Park is around the corner of the city. And, um, and yeah, there's something magical about playing in a 12th century castle.
castle in the middle of your city to everyone having a, a good time and playing songs that you wrote that everyone's singing. Well, I was at that gig and let me tell you, you could not move. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Even when it got dark, you know, the vo- it was yeah. just one of the best gigs. Uh, so I'm glad you said that one. Well, listen, Barry, I could talk to you all day, but I still have to ask you lots more questions. And I'm going to take a short break with your song Afterglow, but I'm very interested to know, where did you draw the inspo for this one? This song, uh, Dara wrote, um, and again, it's about, for me, it's without over explaining something, it's about going through um, something with someone very special to you and um, knowing that I suppose you've got each other um, when when you go through something, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, I love that. Um, and I love not, you know, letting people interpret their own meaning from a song and for me I love singing this song it's my favourite song that Griff has written that I get to sing and I can feel it every time when saying his words um, that you know I know I kind of know what he means well it's one of my favourite songs <laughs> as well so do keep it here Barry's going to be playing this or that telling us about his upcoming gigs and we're going to play you their brand new track but for now it is Hermitage Green this is Afterglow Hermitage Green Afterglow absolutely obsessed with that song still joined in studio with the lovely Barry Murphy Barry have you ever played this or that? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious because this can go either way, okay? I have had a comedian on that cheated last week and they uh, they were like, both, both and both. And look, it is what it is. You okay. just answer as fast as you can. So empty, I have, my, empty my brain and just yeah, you know, answer. The, the worst, Easy. The worst <laughs> thing is, it's the clock ticking in the background and I know that's what drives you insane. So it's 10 questions. I'm going to give you two options and you pick one. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. St. Luke's or Dolan's Warehouse? Dolan's Warehouse? Munster or Villa? (laughs) Munster. Barbecue or Spicy Wings? Ah, Spicy Wings. Big or intimate venues? Intimate venues. Coaching or punditry? Punditry. (laughs) Sorry about that. Electric guitar or acoustic guitar? Ah, Acoustic guitar. Always have a song stuck in your head or always have an itch you gotta scratch? Ah, song in the head. Ah, we're out of time or we're going to continue. Songwriting in solitude or collaborating with other musicians? Oh, um, collaborating. Watching rugby on TV or attending live matches? Attending live matches. Having a pet dragon or a pet unicorn? (sighs) Dragon. I really thought you would have said unicorn. Really? I did. Do you know you'd be talking about the floating up over the stage <laughs> and stuff? It was the dragon can fly. Can the unicorn fly? Yes. Oh. Yes, the unicorn can fly. Disappointed. What? That's not going to unicorn. That's called something else. Uh, can unicorns fly? It's a pa- Pegasus. Pegasus. Oh. Uh. You're me now. <laughs> Damn. Well, look, you are here today, Barry, to talk about what you have upcoming and uh, your new track so let's kick it off with tell our listeners what's coming for Hermitage Green oh we just announced our biggest gig of the year the Docklands in Limerick on August 24th tickets went on sale yesterday and they're flying thanks to everyone who's gotten them so yeah I mean that one is extremely special love it we did a couple of years ago um, and it was our biggest gig to date and um, we've we've an album coming sorry I haven't I haven't been given license to announce when that is. I was just like, when? When? <laughs> You're getting a give scoop. Us an ex- give You're us getting an a scoop. Um, so it'll be, it'll be in around that time. So uh, yeah, buzzing for that one. It's going to finish off the summer. We've got a few festivals that we'll be announcing soon as well. But um, that's a huge one. We're playing the INEC in, uh, in Kerry. That was a gig we had before Christmas that we had to move. So we're there in May. 
and uh, we've our Australian tour coming up. We're hitting Sydney, Perth, and wow. Melbourne in Australia in in uh, April, and uh, yeah, so it's it's exciting times. Writing loads. We've got uh, one month left in the recording process. So we've the twenty second of March is. Signed, sealed, delivered. Nice. New album done. So yeah, buzzing. And then we get a date. Then you get a date. Oh. <laughs> hey, give me your ring, okay? I want, I want an exclusive on that one. Your new track is called "All You Can Be." Tell me a little bit about this one. Yeah, it's uh, Griff wrote this um, as well about his little daughter Fia, um, and the music video came out yesterday. And I think if you've seen it, it's uh, it's all our kids with GoPros running around St Luke's and Cork, um, and footage of them as kids. And like I said earlier, you know, the paradigm shift when you have kids mm-hmm. is, is pretty monumental. You'll know yourself. And uh, I love Griff's grasp on this. Like the one of the opening lines is. Um, uh, is what is it um where have you been hiding where'd you come from and i love that because when they arrive you're like where, where'd you come from and you know where they obviously came from <laughs> <laughs> i'm like barry i'll tell you after the show okay we'll but, school you <laughs> but they always have they have this little personality that comes out immediately and like, where does that come from yeah and uh what my take on it is um that for for all of us, if you try and control a human being or try and mould them, no. it's not going to work. No. So just let us all be who we want to be. And, and for a child, that's the best thing you could possibly do. I so Griff's lines in it, are, he was just observing everything she was doing. If he had just crawling up his shins and all that kind of crack and just... <laughs> Being herself, and uh, that's that's what all you can be. Just be you. I love that. Don't try mold them. Just guide them. <laughs> let them be what they want to be, and they will turn out to be the best. Yeah, love that. Okay, not like that. People need to know, but where can people go to get your tickets, or if they want to follow your journey over on social media? Yeah, we're on all of the social medias. We're on TikTok, and um, we're doing our best. Um, TikTok is <laughs> it's new to us. Does not work for me either. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, and then uh, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest. Term green.com uh, tickets for the Docklands are on Ticketmaster or Dolan's study August 24th Amazing Barry it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you but all that's left to do is to give you the floor to introduce your new track on Spin Now This is Barry from Hermitage Green this is our brand new single All You Can Be <laughs>